to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 293, The Celestial Toymaker. My name is John, and every time that we get sucked into a random weird world where we have to play Sorry or um, uh, Connect Four or uh, any other weird party game is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. Hello. Nothing like a nothing like a good game of Connect Four. I Pretty could, sneaky, sis. I literally could only think of two games off the top of my head. Uh, oh, Boggle wow. would have been another good one, I think. Okay, Shoots and Ladders. Shoots and Ladders would have been good. Um, that's fine. That's enough. Candyland. Life. Candyland. Yeah. Had a had a bunch of games we could have. Uh, Taylor, h- how are you? Um, I'm doing pretty all right. Life life continues to be busy. <laughs> Work continues to be busy. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. <laughs> kind of kind of shocked we're this far into November already. Uh yeah, absolutely. It is uh it is wild. Yeah. Wild how yeah, how close to we are. To say the least. To say the least. How are you doing? Uh I'm doing okay. I'm uh hitting my cough button like crazy. I am coming off of not COVID, you know, you can get regular sticks six still I, people. Yeah. Totally. Um, I had a sore throat about two weeks ago, and I was flipping out because when we get to uh, what is making us happy this fortnight, I had some plans that I would have been very upset if I had tested positive for, uh, but I didn't. It was just a cold, and I still have a slight cough. Two weeks ago is not accurate. That was last week. (laughs) My bad. It's The time is just all over the place. We totally got exposed to COVID at Halloween. Oh, no. We had friends over, like, inside the house, you know, for, like, three hours. And, uh, yeah, the very next day, uh, one of my son's friends tested positive. Oh, no. Like, the day later, his dad tested positive. The other half of the family hadn't or hasn't caught it. Uh, we suddenly went into, like, oh, boy, let's brace for it. Yeah, it's probably coming, and you know, knock on particle board. Uh, we we never never got it, never tested positive for it. Did did feel kind of run down, but you know, we had a storm system pass through, and you know, there's a lot of sinus pressure and stuff like that. So oh yeah, we're kind of you know count our blessings at the moment. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just uh, coming off of that as I take a pause <laughs> to cough. All good. It's, hey, you know, we do truncate silence, so uh, it'll all disappear in the end. Wonderful. No one will ever know, even though we just That's told right. them. Well, there is that. That's true. Um, all right, Taylor. Well, do we want to talk about our, our schedule change? Yeah, actually. We um, obviously, I know at the end of the last episode, we said, hey, we're going to do Mind of Evil. Um, and then they promptly announced when we were going to get new Doctor Who. And so we're like, um, yeah, we're going to switch gears. Yes. Um, so obviously doing Celestial Toymaker right now, um, kind of to get familiarized with the character before the giggle airs. Um, but we're going to take a big chunk of November off because we don't get new Doctor Who again until the 25th. Yes. 
Um, so it's the 25th of November and then December 2nd and December 9th. We have three weeks back to back to back. Yeah. We have got new Doctor Who. So as you know, to adjust for it, I suppose we are going to go ahead and kind of take most of November off and then record after each of those three weeks to cover the new, to cover the specials. And yeah. And then we'll have, well, excuse me. We'll have the Christmas special as well. We will. Yes, we will have the Christmas special as well. Um, and that uh, will definitely be a Christmas special as inadvertently got confirmed today. Um, yep. The first good and, thing Disney Plus has done. Yeah, right. We'll um, get to don't worry, folks. We'll get to that in our second yeah, story now. Oh, boy. And we have a lot of <laughs> we have a lot of, you know, uh, yeah. uh, uh news to get to so we'll make this quick but um we will need to figure out when we're going to record uh our review of the christmas special because like right after christmas basically um we are at least my family we are headed down to disneyland i'm just gonna follow you you, around at disneyland with a recorder I, i was gonna say you guys you guys might be traveling for christmas too i thought yeah uh it's still up in the air but as of right now though i think yes I think, yes, we will. I'll need to double check because I'm trying to think we might be leaving on the 27th. So I might be able to like, you know, the evening of the 26th. I don't know. I got to, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Exactly. We got time to figure that out. Anyway, there you go. That's our upcoming schedule change. Plus if you haven't, there's a brand new episode of all night with living geeks out. So go check that out. Ah, yes. Go check it out on the fully functioning website that no longer has comments. Yeah, and in just a couple of months here, just a few months, we are going to be rebranding. Oh, yeah, the, ho- the rebrand. Podcast. The rebrand. Yep, still talking weirdness, but uh, going with a whole new name, uh, whole new artwork, whole new music, same crazy hosts. There you go. Yep. All right, well, um, let's talk about what's making us happy this fortnight before we get to the Who News. Uh, Taylor, I'm going to let you go first because I'm going to hit my mute button. Okay, okay, fair enough. Well, I, I, I will keep this quick because we have so much Who News. Um, and and I'll spoilers a slew of story notes, um, but uh, yeah, had a good Halloween. Uh, happy with that, you know. Uh, even even though our friends got sick, um, but uh, last weekend, uh, literally just just yesterday, we uh, went with some other friends up to the Apple Hill area of uh, Placerville uh, and did kind of our our possibly now annual trip up to get some tasty apple cider donuts and fritters and just kind of like uh be up in that part of the the state and explore a little bit um so that was a good time a little exhausting because it is two and a half hours each way yeah from here and i did all the driving and i was really really tired by the end of it but you know still had a great time can't complain and i I won't lie. There's a used bookstore in Placerville and I, I'm not joking. I saw four, like they had to have been first edition Morris K. Jessup, like, you know, 1950s, like saucer account books. And they all, you could tell they all belonged to the same person because he signed each of them. Oh my God. This person was, was at San Mateo uh, high school and they were all dated. It was all like, you know, early to mid 1955. And I was just like, god i'm like they only wanted like 15 each oh wow for him like it 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 really it wasn't a lot but it was like 
you know, we just had spent all this other, you know, stuff at these, these, these Apple Hill places. And I was just like, Oh, I can't quite justify it. And I'd want to get all of them. So if nothing else, I told my brother about it. I'm like, dude, you there need you to go. make a drive to Placerville. Go get these. <laughs> nice. What about you? Well, right now, uh, something that's making me happy this fortnight is, uh, have you ever had Fisherman's Friend, Taylor? Oh, the, 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 like the cough drop, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't had it in a while, but I have had them before. I, I ran off headset to go get them. Um, mm-hmm. And let's see, hopefully that'll help me. And I will say, I haven't opened this bag before, but um, they must be making a lot of money because... This ha- is, has a zip, a zip, ziplock on it. Yeah, on the little small bags. The one I, the ones I used to get, didn't have them on there. Oh, they used to come in tins back in the day. Oh, like uh, Altoids. W- yes, except you know more cough droppy and you know less whatever your eyes mint. Oh man, I miss Altoids. I used to have those all the time. Yeah. Anyway, let's see. Let's bring up the calendar because I feel like I mentioned. Oh, so last week my okay two things. Last week was Halloween. Um, my family was in town. Um, oh, that's right. F- yeah. Um, oh, but before that, are you familiar with Auntie Donna by no. chance? No, they are a, Aust- I don't think so. they're an Australian, uh, sketch comedy team. Oh, okay. And they have a show on Netflix called Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. It's very, uh, strange, but it's hilarious. Okay. Uh, I went to go see them. They were, um, at doing a live show in downtown LA on the 24th of October. Oh, neat. That was the day after we recorded. Yeah, it was very cool. It was very funny. And then the next day was when I started to feel not great. Um, So that wasn't great. Um, I think we've won two softball games since we last recorded. No, just one. We won a softball game. That was great. I got a new glove. That's making me happy. Um, Awesome. Yeah, so my family uh, was in town. They were at Disneyland for um, a very long time, but I went with them on Saturday I was there all day from open to close, mm-hmm. and then I got home, and we did the whole thing over the next day at the Oogie Boogie Bash, which is where you, you were allowed to dress up in costumes, oh, um, and we did a... Gr- I'm not sure if you've, you've seen the costume. Um, I think I did. I think... I think uh, My I think sister might have tagged online. me in it. That's what I saw. Yes. Uh, yeah, so we did... Um, we did Alice in Wonderland. My niece was Alice. My nephew was the Mad Hatter. My sister was the Queen of Hearts. My brother-in-law was the Cheshire Cat. My dad was the Ace of Spades. <laughs> My mom was the uh, Rabbit, which I feel like has more of the White Rabbit. There we go. I was like, it has more of a name than that. And Lauren and I were Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Love it. And it was great. Uh, got a lot of candy. Saw a lot of cool things. Um yeah, so that was fun, and they came by the next next day to see the apartment because mm-hmm. uh, my sister had not seen the apartment. Another thing I found out, oh, I just realized there's two other things that made me happy. Uh, I finally started watching Bluey. Oh, isn't Bluey great? Uh, it's the best. I it's so love good. it. They showed me like <laughs> four or five episodes, and then they were like, you need to watch this one and this one. And I said, uh, I'm going to watch these in order, so don't worry about yeah. it. I'm in it to win it here, kids. <laughs> I'll be watching Bluey three seasons. I think they just announced more is coming to Disney Plus. Yeah. Disney Plus. I know I'm giving you a lot of praise right now. Don't worry. We'll get to the story notes. Um, What else was I going to tell you? Oh, speaking of Doctor Who, which is the whole point of this podcast, talking to my sister and I said, are you ready for the 
the specials? And she's like, yeah, they're they're airing soon, right? I was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, did you watch Jody's last episode? And she said, no. And I went, what? And I'm like, do you? Really? And I said, do you know who she regenerates into? And she said, no. What? And I went, how is that possible? And she said, well, where would I have seen it? I'm like, on social media? And she's like, I don't think yeah. I follow any of the Doctor Who stuff. So she oh has gosh. no idea. Oh, my gosh. Which is impressive. That is impressive. So I said, well, you have a couple of weeks. You should probably watch it before the specials come out. Because she's mm-hmm. only, that's the only episode she has to watch. She watched everything except the last episode. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she's. Well, that's easy to, that's easy to resolve. Easy to do and easy to just jump right in. Yeah. And what else? I, I know I've talked about a lot of things that make me happy this week. Um, boop, boop, boo. Is that it? Is that all we did? this? Oh, you know what? What else made me happy? And I'm not a horror guy. I think we all know this. Um, on Halloween, we watched Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, okay. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, Lauren enjoyed it as well. But now I've gotten into the lore of that mm-hmm. entire game franchise. And I'm, I think I might be obsessed with it. I'm not sure yet. Um, but uh, that's, that's also been a lot of fun. Okay. And uh, on Thursday, all of my sleeves for my Doctor Who Magic the Gathering cards will arrive so I can finally open those <laughs> and sleeve them and then learn how to play and then bring them all to uh, Gallifrey. There you go. Uh, and what else is making me happy? Oh, LAFC moved on uh, in the MLS playoffs. There you go. All right. That's everything. Sorry. Apparently, that a is. lot has been happening. Yeah. Very comprehensive. Wow. There you go, folks. My, two, my past two weeks. Now you know. Now you know. All right. Let's get into this Who News because um, I got something to there's say. <laughs> yeah. And there's yeah. a lot. Well, and there's a lot. Yeah. Boy, I was putting this together this morning and I was like, oh, man, we had a lot to talk about. Yeah, this I'll is wild. Really quick. I know. I know. Well, first, a little bit of Gallifrey One news, other than the fact that John will be bringing his Magical Gathering cards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Billy Piper's coming back for the first time in almost 10 years. Which makes me realize that I've been going to Gallifrey for a very long time. That's okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with no. that. Uh, and and this will be my first time seeing her at a galley. So that is all good. Very excited for that. Very exciting. Um, so I, oh, I can't remember if last time we recorded, we shared the fact that a, uh, basically a, a six part, I don't really want to call it mini series. Cause that makes it sound like it's storytelling, like it's episodic right, or something. Uh, but a, a six episode series called tales of the TARDIS, uh, is, uh, uh, available through, uh, the UK's iPlayer. Um, and it brings back former doctors and companions to basically talk story about uh, episodes that they were a part of. And uh, John has feelings about it. And it oh. probably reflects most of what I am feeling, too. Yeah. Um, I, and I think I, I mentioned this to Taylor like last week or the week before. Why? At, listen, I, I know that Doc, Doctor Who is, uh, you know, it's a, a BBC production and it started in the uk i understand all of that but why is it that whenever something cool comes out it always seems like for us fans over in north america in the year 2023 
it still Ooh. isn't good enough. For in for for instance, this sounds really cool. And literally, when anyone asks from North America, "How do I watch this?" we get, "I don't know." And that, to me, I'm going to try not to swear, <laughs> uh, is un- unacceptable in the year 2023 when you can literally just log into a website and watch anything. We can any sort of media is at our fingertips. Yet somehow. When the BBC iPlayer is announced that they have everything and more, and we go, well, what about us? It's like, I don't know. And the fact also that Disney Plus has not told us literally anything besides that you're getting the specials on the same day as everybody else. We don't know, and correct me if I'm wrong, we don't know if all of the modern who is going to be on Disney Plus we don't know if all the classic who is going to be on Disney Plus. Hence, we, is very do, upset we, about it. We we do know. We do know about that. Oh, okay. Um, and and here's what it is. If you want to watch a two thousand five, if you want to watch Chris Eccleston through Jody, you got to have HBO Max. If you still, watch, they're, they're still going to be on HBO Max. Yes, I thought that was done with. No, Ugh. no. You want classic who? You're going to have to find classic who somewhere. Britbox. Or something. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's where I usually watch everything. Right. So, so this this kind of gets into um, uh, two story notes or two show notes from now. You were both calling them story notes tonight. They're not story notes. Um, so Disney Plus is quote unquote home to Doctor Who outside of the UK, um, but also not in some other places, and that's a whole other issue that we're not going to talk about. Um, for literally the specials forward so dumb um it is and and the fact that um rtd2 has i guess decided that we're rebooting season numbers oh yeah um is is a is a whole other thing and i'm not sure i'm I'm gonna let myself get on board with that I, i don't know that i can do that yeah like we do a podcast about doctor who it's bad enough having two season ones Yes. I'm not sure how I can handle having three season ones. Yeah, seriously. Like it, 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 somebody, somebody out there put a meme from New Earth, you know, <laughs> talking about new, 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 new who. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of like, yeah, dude, you're not wrong. No. Like even since 2005, I can't call it new who anymore. It's modern who. Yes. Right. It's not 2005 isn't new. That was 18 years ago now. Yeah. <laughs> um, crap. I'm old. Um, <laughs> but it, it is it's just one of those things where it's like okay come on like I, it's bad enough that knew who started the, the numbering over again it's not even 20 years later and we're starting the numbering over again yeah I'm, I'm, no <laughs> i'm sorry um but it's bad enough that that we're we at the moment we're not getting stuff like tales of the tardis on disney plus right um, but it, it also sounds... kind of seems like we're not getting it like ever it feels like um <sighs> Yeah, it's at the moment it's tough to say. There is so much who news going around right now that it's it's tough to follow parts of it. Um, I know that a friend and friend of the show, Mike Solko, he's like I've I've seen it in multiple small parts on YouTube because obviously they're sniffing that stuff up to kind of like 
dodge the BBC and also maximize engagement. Yeah. Um, so, so there are ways to find it. Yes, I think you could possibly, you know, rock up with a uh, VPN with a UK connection. Ah, hold on. Um, Here's the thing about that, because I tried that. Is. Oh, did you now? Do tell. So, you know, you can you can uh, log in. You can like create an account and log in. But here's the thing that none of the VPN sites are telling you. It's not like you just VPN into the UK and you're allowed to watch Doctor Who. You need a television broadcasting certificate or something worded similarly oh, to that. You you need to show that you've paid your BBC license fee. Yeah. And you know how much that is? Oh, man. It's $50. So uh that is not an option wow okay so it's it's just so frustrating that and and i guess like if if we look at it from a different angle i'm i'm happy to be able to um to pay to be able to pay for hbo max to be able to pay for brit box to be able to pay for disney plus right right but i like if you're putting out new content it, it shouldn't be so hard for fans worldwide to watch the new content that you're putting out. Yeah. It like, doesn't make sense to me. Um, yeah. So this is just infuriating. And like, anytime I see like, they were like, Oh, we're doing the Dr. Donna marathon on, uh, on iPlayer. And I'm like, well, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> you are. We're not doing it. Um, yeah. So it's just very frustrating to have like all this new content, shoved in our faces and us not being able to watch it i almost wish you know it would be a good workaround for this if bbc iplayer if you had a bbc america account that you could log into it i think that would be a good solution but i mean bbc america is not playing doctor who anymore yeah well and and you know you think about those of us who have cut cable completely that too you know that's that's not really an option. So, you know, my my, my one and only hope, because I know like and this is probably a UK date. Um, I know that all three specials plus some bonus stuff will be available um, in terms of physical media on the 11th of December. Right. Um, but again, that's probably like if you want to order it through Amazon UK yeah. or something. You know, which is fine if you've got a region-free DVD player, which a lot of them are now because we're all just using, like, our PlayStations and Xboxes. Right, because... Uh, to do that kind of stuff. Because everything should be u universal and I should be able to play yeah. whatever, yep. wherever. It's not yep. like... Nope. This isn't this isn't the 70s where I'm, I'm getting the Doctor Who magazine and I'm pen pals with someone in the UK and they ship me a tape. Like, what are we doing here? Yes, Right, exactly. No, I completely agree with that. Um, so, just to kind of get us through the who news, does this? Um, does, do you think that'll make, get viral for us, and it'll be like angry middle aged white guy complains about sci fi show? <laughs> no, that'll get lost. I in mean, the shuffle. That'll I think get that's lost been done. <laughs> I think that's been done. And you know, let's be honest. I mean, with Twitter the way it is, and and you know, feeling lucky to get three likes on something on Blue Sky, I'm I. Like I'd I'd love to have a head count of how many people are even listening to us anymore. Not to sound really sad about it, but <laughs> um, I mean, I could check. You know, don't feel like you got to right now. We've got plenty of stuff to do right now because my body thinks it's almost 10 p.m. when it's not. Oh wow. Um, yeah, high time change. Things got wibbly wobbly. Anyway, not only 
did RTD uh, plan to reboot season numbering? Man, he's yeah, he he has been jotting down every single possible note he can. He's got plans going all the way up into season four, which would be what seventeen? Yes, seasons new 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 modern season seventeen. <laughs> This is going to so mess me up. I'm so pissed at this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they are filming. They're, they're filming for, for season 15 already. See, I was right. 17, 15 is. Yeah. 15 slash 2, 17 slash 4. Oh, boy. Apple, something like that. Um, anyway, um, so the, the next season, they started filming the Christmas special for a year from now. I love it. Yeah, me too. Um, and and spotted on set already have been uh, Nicola Coughlin, uh, who I'm less familiar with, but because I know you and I are both fans of Our Flag Means uh, Death, Joel Fry. Oh. And I was like, this is excellent. We now yeah. have kind of a, a <clears throat> mental crossover between, between the shows. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I'm all for that. Oh, also, I mean, just side note, because I know we're, we're, geez, we're trying to get somewhere. Have you finished second season? Not yet. Okay, never mind. Carry Not on. Yet. I'm almost there. Almost there. Uh, just a few more episodes. So great. And for whatever reason, I know, I've loved what I've watched so far. And I just, like, lately, I've just, like, I've been I've been needing some Star Trek. Something there you go. to make me feel hopeful about the future. And so I've been, been watching some Star Trek. And, yeah, I need to get back to and finish off uh, Our Flag Season 2. There you go. Um, so speaking of RTD and, and lots of people going, well, is he going to retcon the whole like Chibnall era era, basically, <laughs> you know, or at least the timeless children, uh, uh, plot line. Uh, no, no, he's not going to, he has no plans to, and he wouldn't want to anyway. Uh, he, he says in a Gizmodo article that you can catch in the show notes along with a whole variety of other things that we've talked about. Yeah. Um, uh, and you like, know what? Oh, Good. I, <laughs> yeah. Don't retcon that just because people are yeah, who cares exactly like, and like they're friends so i feel like that would <laughs> ruin the friendship also again who cares um yeah it's a science fiction show calm down um repeat to yourself it's just a show i should really just relax yeah i'm i'm on one tonight i mean the jets played like garbage and then i hit record on this and i was like and then another thing <laughs> I mean, yeah, fair. Yep. I get it. I think if we had recorded closer to the time I got off work, I probably would have been the same way. There we go. I've had some downtime. <laughs> I've had some downtime. I, some reason, you know, I seem to recollect when we recorded some review of, it was probably Silver Nemesis. Okay. You said something about, you know, uh, acting against children. That's just a thing. Ah, uh, yes. Well, strap in, because uh, apparently one of the very first uh, episode story ideas that Russell came up with for season 14, which I'm going to keep calling season 14, so you suck it, um, involves a lot of babies. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, my God, we're doing a spinoff. It's RTD's like version of Muppet Babies. It'd be Time Lord Babies. All right. I'm down. Quite. I mean, how they're, um, they're all babies, 12 to 16. I'm that's fine. They, 12 to 16 months. Yeah, 12 to 16 12 months. 12 to 16 babies. So, yes, apparently, um, 
uh, it says here the filming began on 16th of March with one baby boy who is to complete a total of 10 days of filming, hopefully with lots of breaks, because that's a lot of filming. Yeah. And uh, Uh, I don't know how the labor laws are for filming over there, but that (laughs) sounds very illegal. It it totally has the makings of a Charles Dickens novel. Um, Eight other babies were filmed on various days, depending on when they were called. Eight babies, including the boy who was cast for the bulk of the filming, were called into Wolf Studios on the 30th of March for one last day of filming. The boy cast for 10 days of filming, and at least two of the other babies then completed two more days of filming on the 3rd and 4th of April with Shooty and Millie. So that tells me that Shooty and Millie themselves probably not in baby form. Honestly, Um, I hope so. I hope the doctor and his companion are turned into babies. Um, And I don't know, yada, yada, I don't know. Whatever. Nope. I, I, I completely agree. I think it would be an absolutely delightfully bonkers idea. Um, but the babies will likely be heavily featured in a uh, season 14 episode. Uh, took place during block three directed by Julianne Robertson um, in a rumored working title for a series 14 episode is spitting image. Uh, we'll see if that actually pans out or becomes just another future show note. Yeah. Um, but, uh, people who pay attention to these things speculate it will be the first episode of the new season. Man, we are just in it right now. Yeah, Isn't are. it wild I mean, that we're just I'm not like joking? We are what two and a half weeks out from the anniversary itself. Yeah, it just premiered AKA. tonight in the UK. Yes, that's right. Which um, yeah, I, I really that. hope we don't get any spoilers. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We will see. Um, But speaking of the specials, uh, for a first time ever, they will be available to be purchased as ebooks. The target novelizations will be available as ebooks right after they air. But only, Uh, but only in the UK, right? I won't be able to order them right away. I don't know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. How that will work? (laughs) Probably. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to look. Um, and then later on, uh, I think in early January, you'll be able to actually purchase the paperbacks themselves, uh, which I tend to be a fan of, although I do love my Kindle. Yeah. Um, almost there, almost through the Who News, and then I swear to God, we will talk Celestial Toymaker and then all go to bed. Um, but, John, you remember... This is the watching... funniest. I'm sorry, no one else can see this. I was reading this, and I went, huh? And then I went, oh my God. <laughs> yep. Yeah, when we talk about pacing, especially in our earlier episodes uh, of this podcast, John would always use a particular scene from the many, many, many parted uh, first Doctor adventure with the Daleks. And what it was, it was people having to jump across a a small chasm, right? Yes. And then throwing a rope back and that person jumping across and then throwing and et cetera, et cetera. And, and showing every excruciating moment yes. of the entire ordeal. Well, very soon, uh, actually, I just saw this evening that it will be airing in the UK on the 23rd itself. Um, you'll be able to see it in color. But they're actually doing a little bit of editing to it. And uh, uh, I think maybe changing some of the pacing because the entire 12-part series is going to be told in 75 minutes. Oh, my God. That's... So maybe, just maybe, 
I hope they leave that we in. We don't get to see every last person go across that chasm. Well, this might be the last time I mention the iPlayer sarcastically, but Taylor, we won't get to see it. No, we won't <laughs> until somebody torrents it. Uh, wild. Absolutely wild. Anyway, yep. I, we got I got to get past. I got to get past that. Uh, also, Taylor, just for for your uh, reference, I added a story note uh, based off Ooh. the iPlayer stuff. Uh, it okay. is an article from our friend uh, Kyle Anderson over at Nerdist where he basically says, yeah, there's a lot of cool new Doctor stuff or Doctor Who stuff out, but uh, it's only available in the UK. Uh, so he writes uh, a big old article of where you can find uh, stuff if you are a, um, you know, an um, um, American or gotcha. North America. Anyway, a, a, a non-Brit. There you go. All right, well, check that out in the show notes because our website works again. And lastly tonight, a musical sequel. So this will be available on a CD or possibly a digital download. I didn't look. But a musical sequel to The Greatest Show in the Galaxy is coming next month, not just because next month works. It literally will be on the, think, um... Where's the date? Where's the date? Oh, yes. Here we go. The 35th anniversary of the first airing of The Greatest Show of the Galaxy. Oh, that's awesome. It is called Children of the Circus. Um, This is a a great cover. Oh, yeah. The cover looks really, really cool. Um, It actually has the show's original cast. Chris Gard is back as Bellboy. Dee Sadler's back as Flower Child. Um, It's, you know, we've got... um, We've got Sophie Aldred and we've got Sylvester McCoy, but they're not playing the Doctor and Ace. Yes. Um, which is very interesting. Um, but yeah. This um, is crazy. I wonder if this will be on Spotify as well. I, that's a good question. Jessica Martin's back as Mags. Um, it's really cool. I'm Mags. Wow. Wow. Even Daniel P- Peacock is Nord. Oh, man. That's this wild. Is, this really is. Well, um, as someone who who loves this episode, yeah, you know, greatest show in the galaxy is definitely one of my favorites from the from the McCoy years, um, and I know that there was a big finish uh, story related to the Psychic Circus, yes, um, and that one was really good too. I'm very interested to uh, hopefully get my hands on this, yeah. Um, and yeah, there is a link, um, a UK direct. Yeah. Um, 20 pounds. A, yeah. 20 pounds plus uh, postage. Um, I don't see anything about streaming, but it will be released on December 14th, 35 years to the day since the first episode of greatest show in the galaxy aired, which is just super cool. I love it. That's very cool. Super cool. Um, so anyway, there we go. Ton of who news. That's uh, that's that is what we call a slew of who news. Yeah, boy. And, that's the know, show, everyone. We didn't watch anything. <laughs> see you later. Feels like it. Um, all it right. Feels like it. Let's uh, let's, let's, see, let's see how much we can streamline the rest of this. Yeah, let's see what we can. I think we'll. I think we'll be okay. Um, well, this week we watched the Celestial Toy Maker, starring William Hartnell as the Doctor, Peter Purves as Stephen. Jackie Lane as Dodo, and Michael Goff as the Toy Maker. It was written by Brian Hales and directed by Bill Sellers. 
first aired April 2nd through April 23rd, 1966. And it is the seventh story of the original season three. And we have My Oh My, a slew of story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at the TARDIS Data Corps. Yeah, we do love a good working title here. And the working titles for this one were the Trilogic Game right. and the Toymaker. Just, Just the Toymaker. The whole Celestial. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think they, I think they, they stuck with the winner. Yeah. Uh, so only the fourth episode of this four-part story called The Final Test exists in the BBC archives as an incomplete 16-millimeter black-and-white telerecording, uh, which is missing the closing next episode caption. Uh, it was found by the Australian Broadcasting Corporation in Australia in the ni- early 1980s, uh, but the reel itself had actually originated over in Singapore. I mean, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think those same uh, people are running the BBC iPlayer to the. All right, we're done. very, very possibly, but yeah, John still has feelings. <laughs> okay, uh, which may or may not be influenced by the Jets' performance. Streamline, today. streamline. I'm sorry, I apologize. Yeah, streamline. I'm just going to shout that streamline. <laughs> you know, um, it was at one point considered uh, that they would write out William Hartnell as the Doctor in this story. Uh, by making the doctor become invisible at one point, then regain visibility later with the appearance of a different person. But oh, the so idea was vetoed. Of, so that would kind of have been like, um, oh shoot, it's uh, is that that wasn't meddling monk? It was a second doctor story. It was um, so they're saying the doctor would have been played by someone else. Yes, uh, that's. Uh, d- I mean, that didn't happen in that second doctor story. But it's kind of like what they did with Jamie in that one story. Yes. Yes. Interesting. Yes. And I mean, if I will just say, you know, because I'll try and weave my story notes in here to make this a little a little uh, quicker. Um, this brings new definition to the Dr. Light episode. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Does. All right. It definitely does. But we will get there. Yeah. Uh, the toy maker was actually due to return in the nightmare fair. And uh, Michael Goff was actually approached to rep- approached to reprise his role, but this was never made because BBC controller, Michael grade unexpectedly decided to postpone the series for 18 months back in the mid 1980s. Uh, this was part of the unmade season 23 in 1986, which was later made into a target missing episode novelization and a Lost Stories audio story, and I believe also a Big Finish production. Uh, The latter, meaning the Lost Stories audio story, uh, starring David Bailey as the toy maker and Goff, uh, oh, as Goff, excuse me, had long since retired from acting. Uh, In uh, episode two, I think it is, The Hall of the Dolls, uh, whilst deciding which of the seven chairs, uh, six of which are deadly, while one remains safe, to choose the King of Hearts recites a version of the children's counting rhyme, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. We're all very familiar with that, uh, which included the N-word in the second line. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. The use of this word was still considered acceptable by the BBC at the time of the story's original broadcast in 66, although the rhyme is still present in the BBC Audio's CD release of the story's soundtrack, it's been obscured by Peter Purves' narration to correspond to modern views on the use of that word. Yeah, uh, wild. I will just say as a side note, if you type in the Celestial Toymaker, uh, Celestial Toymaker N-word is the first hit that comes wow. up. 
um, there is a Reddit thread about it, and everyone was like, oh, that explains why it's not Tiger in the um, in the UK version, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the Winnie the Winnie the Pooh's friend <laughs> instead, right. um, which is just like, oh boy, that is something else. Woof. Yeah. Now, similarly, and this is actually something I wasn't aware of. So consider myself educated this time around. The word celestial is itself an old slur used to describe the Chinese. I was not aware of this. Oh. Um, the celestial toy room right uh, episode one could therefore be the first episode of doctor who to include a slur in its title um, however celestial can also be used to refer to uh relating something to outer space which is where the toy maker is from and that seems a little bit more reasonable in terms of titling things yeah. on the show um, but, but i guess noting, what i said worth noting no but i was gonna say but we do have the toy maker is, oh we got robes going on that later yeah, Never we mind. do we have a story note about his outfit here in just a sec all right uh this was the first story to make use of flashbacks to past doctor who adventures oh yes and oh, okay we'll get yeah we'll talk about that and we will get to that just 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 streamline uh, the original storyline for the serial was very different and much more adult and satirical in scope. Uh, John Wiles, after he was fired, however, massively overspent on the arc as an, a final act of spite against his superiors, leaving <laughs> the incoming team of Innes Lloyd and Jerry Davis virtually nothing to make this story with. Uh, Jerry Davis, therefore, had to do a massive rewrite, cutting the story down in order to accommodate filming with as many pre-existing sets and costumes as possible. You know what? Changing the story's tone from satirical to surreal. I think they did a great job. I mean, we we only really know the set jobs that they did based off yep. pictures and episode yep. four. I thought everything looked cool. We'll get to that a little later. We will. The Toymaker's robes, which was a stock outfit from the BBC's wardrobes, was previously worn by Mark Eden in Marco Polo. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, Peter Cushing, right? Remember? I've heard of him. Peter, Peter Cushing. Yeah, yeah. Grand Moff Tarkin um, stated in an interview that he believed that his incarnation of the Doctor was canon. Uh, according to his theory, the Celestial Toymaker had kidnapped a future incarnation of the Doctor, wiped his memory, and made him relive all his past adventures. This theory actually preceded the establishment of the concept of regeneration. Even. Uh, that is amazing. Right? Um, and what if uh, something like this, I don't know. Let's do Ooh, it. Let's figure it out. makes an appearance in the giggle? That'd be hilarious. That'd be great. <laughs> Michael Goff enjoyed working on the serial so much that he encouraged his then-wife, Anarchy Wills, to take the role of Polly. That's great. Yep. All right, Taylor, you got a world-famous synopsis for us, so (sighs) take it away. All right. Deep breath. I'm doing a lot of talking right now. The doctors, Stephen and Dodo, find themselves in the realm of the Toymaker, an immortal for lack of a better term, who's presumably very bored and so creates himself a world in which he can trap people and play games with them. He recognizes the Doctor's great intellect and pits him against the Trilogic game while separating Stephen and Dodo into their own series of challenges to recapture the TARDIS. Now, while not everyone's playing by the rules, can our TARDIS team go undefeated and escape the Toymaker's grasp? And just how many elements of this story are we going to see in the giggle? Oh, boy. Um, Taylor, overall thoughts on on the Toymaker here. What did you think? 
And I know it's kind of hard because uh, I I think we forgot to uh, preface this at first, but we technically uh, watched three different versions over these four episodes. We watched. We did. We watched an animated version by uh, Dino Puff on YouTube for the first episode. Then we watched the uh, Loose Cannon recreations for two and three. And then we watched the actual remaining episode, uh, I guess, as it as it as it was intended to be watched. Yeah, because it is the only surviving Um, episode. Right. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, Um, I liked finally watching the story behind one of the most you know, seemingly legendary characters of classic. Who, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I, I struggled with episode two and three because they were telesnaps. Yeah. Um, it, it's one of those things where if, if you look away for a minute, you know, you might miss a caption. Um, it, although it did make me wonder, I'm like, how do this many still photos from these episodes exist? That to me is, I think, the most wildest thing. You could tell that some of them they actually had doctored together. No pun intended. Uh, and 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 there were some that were reused a few times. Yes, and that's and that's, that's fine, right? It's it's not a big deal because you're trying to just show who's speaking, and that's you know no big deal. But that still was a lot of still photos. Yeah, from these episodes, it's like how do like do they just normally take a bunch of photos while i mean i guess for costume continuity or something but anyway yeah there's there's a lot i was in streamline here no it's fine i mean let let's just kind of i also uh i really enjoyed this i thought it was very bizarre um and i you know i would have to go back and see like were all doctor who episodes around this time this bizarre like because this this feels like just like way out of the blue kind of like oh he the doctor knows the toy maker has tangled with the toy maker before um and this this he seems like a god basically mm-hmm. you know so it's oh, yeah, just very, like very much so it's very um very strange yeah but this is also the era of like the gunfighters because the end oh. of this story <sighs> leads into his toothache that I I went crazy for that. I was like, wait yes, a minute, and I saw. Oh my! I was like, oh my god! The next episode is the gunfighters. I can't believe it. Yeah. So if you want to talk about, you know, was everything from this era this kind of crazy? I mean, yeah, because we get that song. <laughs> yeah, true. True. What a what yeah. a song it is. Um, but yeah, no, the the this story is very surreal. Um, and, and that, that, you know, that wasn't just, you know, being snarky in the story notes because we've got, um, we've got the toy robot. We've got, um, you know, our, our sad clown who, who we literally watch like grow. Yeah. Come to life. Yeah. Come to life. Um, there's playing like, cards coming so to life. Dolls coming to cards. life. Yes. A million yeah, fake we... TARDISes. Um, yep. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else off the an annoying um, boy that's just a really just a oh, full grown man. Yes, um, yes. Oh my gosh, Cyril was yeah. Cyril was the, <laughs> um, the, the the typical like petulant, spoiled child kind of character. Yes, Yaru. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what? What does that yeah. mean? Um, but yeah, over. I mean, overall, I really, I really enjoyed this. I also just love 
the the toy maker in general kind mm-hmm. of just like he can do whatever he he appears in random places he can make the doctor disappear and then not be able to speak and then just make him a hand it's pretty crazy yeah, I'll, i i would be very very curious because it does it does sound like they are doing an animated recreation for this one um um, I th- I think it may be the first Doctor Who story that we revisit and do yeah. a, a separate episode on because I, I, I there are things that we either see no offense poorly animated um, or just in stills yeah in this story and I'm very curious to see it kind of um, fleshed out more for lack of a better term yeah um, like. You know, we had this story note about, about actual flashbacks being shown. We, we've got this, you know, uh, great big toy robot. Um, and I and I loved that even in the animation uh, that this person did for this first episode, it, the, the toy robot was actually still showing like actual old yes. episodes of Doctor Who on his chest. I loved that bit. Yes, that was very, very cool. And I guess... Uh, you know, we'll we'll go through like what we liked, and I guess it might you know it might be minimal just because you know we have a bunch of stills, and then we have the animation, and then we have the actual episode at the end. But I do want to talk mm. about because I feel like a long time ago uh, when I got back from a from a Gallifrey one, and I said to myself, you know, I want to watch classic Who. And I um, somehow came across every classic episode. Um, mm-hmm. Not sure how that happened. It was strange, That's, but I have them all. Timey, wimey, magic stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember I went, you know what? I'm going to try. And, I've heard a lot about this Marco Polo. I'm going to watch no. it. And I'm like, the heck is this? So I have never watched a, um, I've never watched a telesnap before. You know, I'll be honest. I hadn't either before t- before this uh, before this story because I was just kind of like, ah, well, that <laughs> that's not happening. I'm not doing that. Um, has your that's at least how I felt about it, and I think that's how I still still feel about it. Um, I think you know, depending on how far we get, we might end up having to because we might run out yeah. of stuff. Um, but how did you feel? Did you did your mind change on it? I know you said like, and I I was feeling the same way. Like I'd look away for two seconds and I'd be like, well, I clearly missed a caption. Mm-hmm. Um, but how did you feel um, watching uh, watching these? I you know I didn't love it. Yeah, right. We're 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 used to watching our characters in motion, right? We're used to seeing all the little nuance and stuff, and. So really, it it ultimately wasn't that bad because, quite honestly, you know, I'm I'm listening to the actual episode, right? We've got the actual story. This isn't somebody like narrating what's happening, right? Um, and I've at least got some visuals, yeah. Um, which in my own mind, I you know, it's not like I'm it's not like I'm animating it in my head or anything, but I'm at least getting a sense of like. Oh, here's what this character looks like. Here's what that character looks like. Here's what the set looks like. You know, here's what, you know, uh, this action probably looked like. So it's honestly kind of like a step above, like listening to some big finish. Okay. Um, 
not necessarily in terms of quality, but just a step above in terms of like, I've got a visual to work with. Yes. Um, it's, it's again, it's, it's, it's still not my preference. Um, but I can, I can make it work. Yeah. I, I think I kind of feel, I feel the same way. Um, with, with the, uh, with the telesnaps, I think, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I think this was my limit and I feel like, if, mm-hmm. for instance, like Marco Polo, there's no way, no way, no how that I could do like Marco Polo because that's, I think, seven episodes, right? Actually, it might be longer. Yeah. Isn't Marco Polo 12? Ooh, maybe. I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, But yeah, I think this is <laughs> this is my limit for now. Let's see. It is seven episodes. Okay. Um, Which is still a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's just like... I, I I appreciate that they are here. That someone took the time to make those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't know if it's like it's not high on my priority. Like that's kind of why we stay away from. I think some first doctor stuff, just because it's like okay, well we're gonna have to watch <laughs> a telestration or two, or yeah. telesnap or two. Yeah. Um, but. I w- I do want to c- circle back to the first episode we watched because we should probably also put this in the show notes. Is the if the first mm-hmm. episode we watched? Um, it was a anim- animation done by a YouTuber named Dino Puff D I N O P U F F, and they split up the first episode into two parts. Um, oh right, yeah. I I thoroughly enjoyed this. Um, this was great, in my opinion. Yeah, um, it, it, it was pretty good. And I was, I was, I was kind of wondering how accurate, you know, his animations were to like the original directorial choices. Yeah, and but also it's like that's another thing. Like the, everything that's put together that we they they don't have like actual reference to. Like how did how do they know the? Because I, I don't know if they have a script that actually has full direction in it. You know? Yeah, I'm not sure. So, but I will say I, I did really, I really enjoyed Dino Puff's animation. Um, I loved the lighting or the, how they shaded the toy maker in some of the scenes, mm-hmm. just very menacing, very cool looking. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed, uh, Dino Puff's animations for sure. Um, you know, for a guy who wants people to play games and is all about the rules. He does sh- sure to hire a lot of cheaters. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and realistically, I'm not sure they were hired. That's true. They're created, I guess, or captured there. Ah, uh, yeah. Because that's, that's always, that's always the punishment you yeah. lose. You become one of my playthings, basically. So I suspect he's trapped these people over. God only knows how long. Yeah. And they are desperately trying to, you know, win their own release. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I will say about the, tel- we talk about um, the telesnaps and how, it's like, how do they have so many, how, how do they have so many stills? I will say, I do appreciate that the still that we have of the knave of hearts is just him eating a banana. Yeah. There are some really interesting ones. I thought um, that was just the funniest for some reason i don't know why. yeah 
Yeah, no, and and I will say the 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 second episode where we we kind of meet our playing cards, and I seem to remember seeing Neil Patrick Harris with some playing cards uh, in some promo stuff. Maybe I'm misremembering, but mm. um, you know, maybe we'll be lucky and we'll get the return of some of these characters. Um, well, I mean, I think we were looking at one of um, of someone's outfits from. Uh, from the specials and we thought maybe that it might have been what was the the clown that could speak and that was the other thing like i could barely understand the clown that could talk yeah our squeaky clown yes yeah. oh boy yeah and oh, that's yeah, that just old else. that's just old chalk that up to old audio that was just um, <laughs> that was rough but i have to say the the all of the playing card characters i found really hilarious yeah like like their dialogue their banter the fact that basically like right toward the end of the episode where they're trying to like pin down the last chair the joker's like forget this i'm not having this i'm out of here i quit yeah oh yes that was great and he's just like no 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 i'm I'm not sitting down in in a chair for you you guys do it yeah you guys you guys do it also that is just like this is like Bef- this is like saw before saw <laughs> right oh my God. i mean I not mean, re- not really but kind of i mean but like i get what you're saying i get what you're saying i mean poor cyril is a he's a big heaping mound of of electrified flesh which we see yeah. which is just yeah. like jeez what is going on i know it it did get a little bonkers there for a while yeah oh boy i have to wonder because i'm i'm not i i understand kind of the concept behind the trilogic game that to me i was i probably should have just looked it up like a normal person but i was just like i don't understand this at all i i and i and i could be totally wrong because you know these kind of games are not my forte but i feel like that whole thing could be done in way less than a thousand and twenty three moves yeah you know what uh it could have because i feel like yeah it it absolutely could have and i'm looking at um what that game is based off of and it's oh apparently some of them are bigger than others but like this one did not look very like it should have taken four episodes to do you know Mm -hmm. but um yeah that i didn't that i didn't get it should have been i feel feel like we were supposed to think it was this huge like intellectual game that that the doctor could barely solve and it's just like that seems like child's play. Um, I have a little bit, but you know, again, I've never tried to play it. So That's true. Maybe I'm missing something. But also, I, also, the toy maker would cheat and boost his moves up, right? Well, yes, but you'd also see the moves. Oh, happening! Like play out. So yeah. I, I think he's just, you know, the toy maker realizes he's only got four episodes to get through. Yes, he <laughs> was like, also concerned about the pacing. Uh, <laughs> so he was he like, was. "We gotta do this. We yeah. gotta get this through." Um, now I have to admit, when we get down to the very end of episode four, one super thankful to see everything like in motion finally. Oh, when we get to the end of of the the telesnap and it randomly becomes footage just because you know it's in the next on on the other one, right. I was like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" <laughs> Same, yeah same that's right um but when we get into the last episode and when we you know the games are all basically over but no they're not because the doctor didn't actually play the last move and there's this 
whole conundrum yes. of like, wait, if I do it, but I'm outside of the TARDIS and then everything goes away. And so they end up in this like total stalemate. And I, I, I'm still kind of re- reconciling myself. Sorry, it's late. <laughs> um, with like the whole MacGuffin of it. So the doctor basically like voice commands the final move and it seems like it he only needed to match the tone yeah yeah that was the toymaker's uh, voice not the actual voice yeah it's like oh and yes my dear I, I i mimicked the voice that he did and i'm like you just sounded like you you didn't yeah <laughs> you just sounded like you were angry shouting yeah but at least we get there will be other meetings in another time perhaps 2023 yeah don't talk too soon um i will also say i've seen a still um and this is very interesting um of the toy maker standing where the tardis is in that final room and he is standing Mm -hmm. above the number 14 really yes and also we do know that 14 was the last number in uh, the little game there that that was sitting right below the TARDIS. So very interesting. Um, hmm. I wonder if it was in some sort of contract <laughs> that RTD originally signed and said, you can't bring back the toy maker until this, or I will sue you. <laughs> no, I don't think that's what happened, but it's, it's, it's just very, that's a very interesting coincidence. Yeah, that that really is. I would almost go so far as to say synchronicity. Yes, let me see if I can find the still. I'd be very curious to see it. I I have seen it. I just didn't have it handy. Right, right, right. No worries. But yeah, it's um the number fourteen. I I've found the still um here. Open in new tab. Oh my god! Open image. Come on. Um, I'm gonna send this to you. I'll just put it in the. It's gonna be in my miscellaneous notes. Okay. And you can see that the TARDIS is sitting right below the number 14. Ah, yes. And here we go. Oh, sure. Because because they had to jump across all the pieces. Yes. And then here it's is... kind of funny that that was 14, 14 steps. And then here is the next image is of the toy maker standing on the number 14. Just um, very interesting. Huh. Very uh, interesting stuff. That That is interesting. I like that. Yeah. Nice, nice observation. Yeah. I like that. Very, very interesting stuff there. Um, I will say I did enjoy the the final game that Steven and, and Dodo had to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was very interesting, especially with this little troublemaker, Cyril, who ends up uh, basically killing himself. Yep. <laughs> Um, on accident, uh, yeah. because he got too excited that he had won the game. Yep, one, um, of, his, one of his cheats backfired. Jack, that backfires. Yes. Also, I didn't know what he did because they did cut to that him doing something really quick, and I was like, "What did he do?" And then I was just shocked. I thought the toy maker was mad that he had done something, so he's he just exploded him. But no, it was his own <laughs> own demise. <laughs> it was. Um. And I think another thing just throughout this, or not not actually throughout this, uh, the end when the doctor explains 
to Dodo and Steven that he has to make the move from the outside, but if he does, everything disappears, but if they're in the mm-hmm. TARDIS, they're fine. And Steven just goes, I'll make the move. <laughs> and you it, and they're like, that's ridiculous. And he says, well, I mean, you and Dodo will get out fine, so don't worry about it. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I... Uh, you know, props to him for being yeah. willing to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought that I thought that was pretty wild. I love that Dodo always wanted to follow the rules yes. of every game. Um, yep. Yeah, there's always one. There's always one, and it, it never. <laughs> I feel like it. Well, I mean, technically, it did work out because they won. So, well, yeah. Um, and what was the other thing? Oh, when Steven tried to punch the toy maker. I thought that was very funny as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, w- with what we had, the animation and the telesnaps and the the um, the actual fourth and final episode, I still I still enjoyed this. I thought it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm very interested to see what they put into the specials going forward. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, completely agree. I, I, I um, now that I have a, a better understanding of the the toy maker and kind of his thing. I'm very excited to see the giggle. I'm very excited to see, um, you know, RTD loves this classic who, so I want to see what elements yeah. they pull forward into this new story. Yeah. And I mean, the only thing we really know about the toy maker is that he's immortal and he is, um, yeah. a being of some sort of power. And that's really yeah. all we know. Not, a, I think they were, they were thinking of making him a time lord. I th- yeah, it's... I thought he was at first, but then I was like, "Oh no, no, he's not." Yeah, I think somewhere I can't remember where I was reading it. They were trying to make him along the lines of the monk, mm-hmm. right? But it just never came to fruition, and they never, you know, actually like uh, cemented that as canon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. There you go. Should we push some buttons? We should. We should. We should push some buttons. Let's do it. I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time. 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 Okay. Um, just off the top of my head, um, I think we have Steven trying to punch the toy maker. Mm-hmm. Um, I can do that one. Um, I feel like we didn't really talk about uh, when we're, we're just in some sort of a kitchen for a, half an episode and everyone's just like fighting and throwing stuff at each other. And Yeah, episode three. Yeah. And, and we have Steven and Dodo basically like turning the kitchen upside down. Yes. In chaos, trying to find this key to open a door to yeah. get to basically the next episode yes um and that is very duggan-esque yes because they're just tearing you know, it up dump out the drawers yes oh, that was great pie, that was also whatever. a great looking set i would have loved to see mm-hmm. i would have loved to have seen that but yeah that set looked yeah, really cool agreed. as well agreed. um uh, i don't know it's pretty much it yeah that's pretty much it i'm gonna go uh i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with the two yeah, just a, I was gonna say at most two and a half. A straight old two. All right, let's uh, let's check behind this couch. 
gathering close, it's time for the Behind the Coast game. <laughs> yeah. I gotta say, for once, I, I almost don't know that I can quite judge it because <clears throat> we have telesnaps. Yeah. We have amateur animation, which, I mean, wasn't bad. I, I'm curious if the guy ever got, like, an animation job. Um, I think um, Dinopuff, if I... That's if okay. I, we don't have to look it up. I believe they're working with... I don't know if they're working with the BBC, but they're, they put out a teaser a month ago with, with uh, which appeared to be some BBC stuff. Okay. Well, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Um, honestly, I, at the moment, I would say not even remotely scary. But I will say I feel like I need to reserve a proper judgment for the animated recreation. Yes, absolutely. You know, I mean, if you've got younger viewers, uh, good luck getting them to hold their attention through telesnaps. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. 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 100%. All right. So next time, as we have stated... We'll be watching the Star Beast, which um, I don't actually, uh, I don't have anything up, but you know, yeah, it's got David Tennant. David, David Tennant is the doctor. It's got um, Catherine Tate, Catherine Tate, Yasmin Finney, Bernard, Bernard Cribbins, which I, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to get through that. Oh, that's going to be emotional. Isn't yeah. It? Uh, Jacqueline um, King. I believe, I believe Rachel Talalay directs that one. Rachel Talalay does direct this I, one. Okay lovely more than likely written by rtd yes it is so there hey, we go we did it we did it and we got beep the meat <laughs> yes mario margulies is beep the meat i'm so excited for that and the wrath warriors oh boy that's i am i'm excited me too we're so close and now we will bid you adieu but before we do that you can like us on facebook and follow us on twitter at the podcastica you can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at BusBuddha71. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica. Rate and review us as well. You can also head on over to SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the NOTLG, or just NOTLG.com. It's there. It works. I promise. <laughs> Shopthatspreadshirt.com slash NOTLG for all your NOTLG needs. Go check out our Patriot Saint of Podcastica, St. Duggan shirts, mugs. Ooh, I need to get a mug. It's all up over there, guys. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G and Patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. That helps keep the SoundCloud uh, moving along and up so you can go back and listen to uh, the opening minutes of the very first Podcastica episode, which I did for some reason last week. It's weird. Aww. The, the Cloister Bells were a theme song. Wow. It's very funny. And I did listen to our first episode just a little bit. I got to the part where I just say, you were my introduction to Doctor Who because of uh, the TARDIS pen I think you had. Or yes. just not the TARDIS pen. Jesus. Sonic Screwdriver. Thank you. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the TARDIS thing. Oh, boy. Yeah, I wa- I've watched the show. Our, our bodies think it's almost 11. Oh, that's what it is. Jeez. Daylight savings is weird, guys. But you know it's not weird? The next time you hear from us, we'll be talking about a brand new Doctor Who episode. So we will talk to you guys when we review the Star Beast, and we'll see you then. See ya. Thank you.
recording in process. <laughs> it sounds so snarky. <laughs>